Welcome to Teachers in Business, where we talk about how to build a service-based business that more than replaces your teacher income while also having the truly flexible schedule you've always wanted. No more school calendars and bell schedules, no more 80-hour weeks, and no more being underpaid and undervalued. It's time for you to start making your own rules for your work, your life, your time, and your money. Listen on to find out how. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the last episode of Teachers in Business for 2021. This is episode 53. And today we are going to talk about um, the, (laughs) the, I want to say like trend, but it's the wrong word. That is choosing a word of the year. I would like to propose that we all try this a little differently this year. And I'm going to give you all the reasons. Um, I have a whole list of them here on my paper. And I think that I'm going to try to make the case for you here that one word of the year maybe isn't enough. And there are a lot of reasons for that, but you know, we'll talk about it in a sec. So before I dive in there, I just want to share with you two things that clients said to me this week that made my heart really happy. I actually posted this in my group the day I'm recording this. Um, My Facebook group is called Teachers in Business, just like this podcast. If you're not in there, come join us. One client this week who has had a really big growth year in her business, she, she just realized she's replacing her corporate salary, which is fab because last year she didn't even approach it. But one of the things she said to me this week earlier, as she's getting ready to legitimately take the last two weeks of the calendar year, just entirely off, like they're traveling, they're going to do fun things with her kids and her family. Like she's not going to work. What she said to me was, I've never felt so relaxed and calm going into the holidays. Like that's a thing. She didn't feel this relaxed or calm going into the holidays when she had a corporate job or when she had a job where she was working with educators, she feels more calm and relaxed as a business owner than she did as someone who didn't hold the keys to the kingdom. So it is as someone who owns a business, as someone who teaches, like, can you imagine a holiday season where you feel calm and relaxed and like you can go on break for and just be free and be done and nothing will go wrong? Like what a lovely what a lovely thing to hear out of a client's mouth. Like truly, I was like, oh, it makes me so happy. The second thing is after my, I did a planning workshop this past week in my group called Plan 2022. If you're not in there, all of the lives are still pinned to the top of the group. You can go get that in the worksheets if you're working on planning for the new year. Um, But one of my clients afterwards sent me an email And what she said to me was, and I want to make sure I get it just right. I had it up and then I didn't. What she said to me in the email at the very end was, thank you for always allowing me to be myself with you. And it's like, yes, 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 yes. For me, this is so much of the point of coaching. Like she is someone who doesn't feel like the world entirely sees her but I do. And I get to, and she gets to see herself and her business and what is possible through my eyes. Just like I have seen myself in my business and what is possible through 
the eyes of the people that believe in me most. I get to do that for her. I get to do that for all of my clients. And that is a magical gift to be able to give someone. I, it's an amazing thing for her to know that she is truly seen and believed in because she is, um, what a, and it's just like, it makes my heart happy to hear those things from people. So happy. Uh, also this past week in charting business success, which is my small group program, we asked a question that I think is one to ask yourself over the next couple of weeks. And it's, how do you know when you're stuck? And one of the things we're working on as a group right now is knowing what to do when we're stuck, how to identify it and how to just notice that we're stuck and why and move forward. The goal of that is for the people in the group and you know they're already well on their way to simply always have a process for when they feel stuck to be able to go like, oh, wait, I feel really stuck. How can I get through this? Like, am I waiting? Am I afraid? Am I uncomfortable? Am I unsure? Do I need help? Like, what is the hierarchy of questions you ask yourself? And then to just know what to do next. Like, that's that's what we're working on right now is never, ever being stuck again. And it's not as hard as you think it is. So that's another fun thing. That The next round of Charting Business Success is launching in February. So keep your eyes out for that. If it sounds like something you want to do, like if you never want to be stuck again, how nice would that be? So today we are talking about word of the year. I have been someone that has picked a word some years and not others. I just had a client the other day tell me about her word of the year. And I was like, all right, cool, cool, cool. What do I want to pick this year? And I sat down and I really thought about this. You know, I know people land on all sides of this like word of the year kind of thing. And we tend to, in December and January, really talk about it. And then it like dies a thousand deaths because we can't hold on to this thought very long. So I would like to make the case today for picking two or more words of the year. I know it's like heresy, like complete and utter heresy because, well, here's the thing. I know part of the whole scheme behind word of the year is this thing. It's like this one idea you're going to focus on all year to keep yourself in line. So you pick a word and it's like how you revolve your focus and your vision around this one thing. The problem with this, I think, is that twofold. First is that basically what we're telling ourselves is if we focus on more than one word at a time, we're unfocused. And that is nuts. Honestly, you're a human with a really smart brain. You can focus on two or even three words and still be okay. Like having multiple words of the year, quote unquote, actually is more freeing than anything. It's not that you, you know, it's implied that if you pick more than one, you're kind of doing it wrong. Um, that you like aren't truly focusing on the one thing that matters most. And you probably know at least a little about me. Like I'm a one goal girl. Like I'm a true believer in having one goal at a time. But in this case, I, I, I'm not for it. I'm not just for one word because I think our brains can handle more than one sort of feel at a time. 
And, and we have to, like, that's the nature of business, right? The, so more than one word does not equal unfocused. That's the first point. The second point is that I really find, and I have found this with clients. I have found it with friends. I have found it for myself. I find that one word becomes very constraining, very fast. It's like, basically I made this tiny little box that has one word on the cover and I put myself in it. And now I have to sit here for 12 months. Oh, you know, it doesn't allow often for all of the kinds of growth and all of the change that we're going to make in the coming year. It just doesn't. It doesn't allow us the latitude that I think we all deserve and want and need. And that's why I think more than one word really serves us because it's not making, you know, a giant Amazon box with like a house in it, but it is making a bigger box that would give us some wiggle room because we are going to constrain ourselves, but we don't need to constrain ourselves to the tiniest of tiny crumbs. We can give ourselves a couple of ideas to latch onto and sort of work between as we need. So I think that having more than one word, more than one feeling that we are really trying to channel all the time is kind of freeing, right? It's less constraining. The second, the sec- that's the second reason. The third reason I think, and this follows naturally from the second reason, is that having more than two words more than one word allows us to shift focus. So in in a good way, here's an example. So like, I think two years ago, my, my word was quite possibly focus. And what happened was I got really, really tired of it. (laughs) I got really bored with focusing on the idea of focus pretty quickly. My brain gets bored. Your brain gets bored. We get bored. So having this just one thing that I was trying to hold in my brain all the time, just my brain eventually was like, ew, I hate this word so much. And so this idea that you have one or more than one, you have more than one at a time, means that when the first word gets like tedious and annoying, you can go, okay, let me think about this other word for a while. Let me think about this aspect of what I want to feel. Let me think about this aspect of what I want to do. And when that one starts to be tedious, you can go back to the old one. You can move your focus between your two or three or five words. Honestly, take a grab bag. I don't care. And allow your brain to feel creative more often because as you know, I was talking to a friend earlier this week on Monday about journaling and she was like, you know what? Sometimes I feel like there's only, I've answered the same question all 10,000 ways and I'm just tired of it. I just don't want to answer it again. And when your brain is in that, like, I just don't want to think about focus anymore. Like, I don't want to think about this. I don't want to look at this word. I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to hear about it. I'm done with it then you have sort of this natural alternative to say to your brain, like, oh, like, okay, well, if I don't want to talk about focus, I'm going to talk about this other thing. I'm going to think about this other thing. I'm going to interweave this other thing into my business, you know, that I, that really also serves my business really well. Then, 
you know, it's a lovely thing to mix and match that way and to let your brain have a new outlet that you've already really intentionally chosen. Because otherwise, when your brain gets creative and frustrated, you're going to be like, oh, I'm going to go do something entirely new. Screw focused. I'm over it. I'm going to go do something completely in left field. When you've intentionally sat and given yourself a couple of words earlier, you're like, okay, well, now that my brain is bored, I, I can go do this other thing. That's fine. I was ready for this. It's like planning ahead for what you know is going to happen. This is the this is why, like we talk about word of the year until like the second week in February, and then we're all like, oh, no more. Well, then you can shift to your second word. Hooray. Here is the other thing. Reason number four is that having multiple words acknowledges that you and your business are multidimensional. Like you are not a flat one-dimensional anything. Your business is not a flat one-dimensional anything. Having two or three or even five words sort of lets you have facets, right? If you think about a die, like a a, a number cube, um, you can think about, you know, having a different word on every face of that die. Oh, how fun would that be? Like get a little kid die. I have a million of them in my house. If you want one, just let me know. Get a die and put a word on each one. You could like roll the die every day to get your focus. Like that would be super fun, fun, creative things here on the podcast today. Oh my God. I'm gonna have to do a video on that. Um, but it lets you have all your dimensions. It lets you engage all the facets of your business. It lets you connect with more than one version of you right now as you grow into this new year because as you grow it's not you know in math we talk about sorry it's going to get mathy here for a second one dimensional things like a a line is one dimensional it just has length so like you as a business you're just not stretching in one direction you're stretching in two or three or five directions. You're not just a line. You're a two-dimensional plane. You're a three-dimensional shape. You're a four-dimensional figure that includes time. Like you're all the things. So choosing one word is like just assuming that your business is moving in one dimension. And that's, man, I don't like that. So what I would also propose here is that you choose words that may or may not go together nicely. Like I have two right now. Um, There may be a third. I I have a third in mind. I have to decide if I really want to hold on to it all year. But right now, my two words are ease and impact. And I think on the surface, they feel a little conflicting. Like this idea of growing my impact, but also growing the amount of ease at first glance feels very like they can't happen at the same time. Like, how can I grow my impact, but also make things easier? Like that's like, if you're growing impact, things have to get harder, right? Well, no, actually, but I imagine, and I know, actually, I do more than imagine. I know that in a lot of cases, my brain is like, yep, you can't have both. You can increase your impact, 
but you cannot increase your ease. And if you want things to be easier, you have to be good with not growing the amount of people you reach. Like, meh, I don't think that has to be like that. But, you know, I've really had to come to terms with things like that, that feel like a paradox, that feel like puzzle pieces that can't possibly match together. So I would propose that you consider puzzle pieces that maybe don't feel like they fit together all that nicely. Like what if you chose pieces that you really had to think about how they are complementary and not conflicting? Because really, you know, ease and impact don't conflict. More money and more service don't conflict. Growth and rest don't conflict. You know, there are a lot of ideas where it's like we can only have one or the other. Our brains offer us that like it's an or kind of situation when actually and works a lot better. So I wonder which things you think you can only have one or the other. And what if you chose to believe in the new year, you could have both. It would be a really interesting thing, right? So that is really the the entirety of this. Try two words, maybe three, maybe five this year. Try words that don't feel constraining, that give you latitude and dimension and facets and ways to sparkle, right? That's what they have in diamonds, more facets, more sparkle. That's kind of amazing. Give yourself a way to shift your brain and your focus when your brain is like, my word is, I'm tired of my word. And then Remember that it is okay for you to think of one more than one feeling at a time. Like there's nothing wrong. You are certainly capable of doing that. I believe in you. If you want to share your words, please do. I would love to hear what combinations you come up with. You can send them to me on email. You can come on into the Facebook group and drop them in there. We would love to share hear them because we are always like the workshop this past week was just a reminder of how much good we all do for each other when we share, right? Everybody's like, oh, wait, that idea and that idea and that idea. And I'm going to try that. And thank you for this. Like so supportive, so curious, so engaged, so much fun. So when you have your words, share them, share them with your friends, share them with my circle, share them with the circle we share together, share them on Facebook, share them on LinkedIn, put them into play. Let's see what people think. If you want to reach out, please do. You can send me an email at sarah at torpycoaching.com. You can find me on all the places. And if what you look at for the new year is that part of what you need to make the end of 2022 different from the end of 2021 is someone in your corner to cheer you on is ease and impact growing both same time. Like my client who is more than ready for the end of the ho- for the end of the year and who is more relaxed than ever headed into the holidays. Let's talk about coaching together. Coaching is the fastest way to make this happen. It is the most effective tool out there and it is not wrong for you to get this kind of support. It is in fact the best thing you can do for yourself in the new year. Please reach out. Book a time through my website, send me a message. We'll talk about it together. And with that, have a lovely holiday. Have a happy, happy new year. And I will see you here in 2022. Bye.